Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hey, Jolenta. Hey, Crescent. It has been a while since we talked with Cameron, our beloved stand-up comedian friend. Uh, it sure has. And while you guys, our listeners, may have heard from him last week on our episode... In real life, it has been several weeks since Kristen and I have heard from him. So, should we check in on him? Oh, yeah. And while we're at it, shall we also read some listener mail and maybe give our We Love You recommendations for the week? Uh, yes, please. Let's do it. Here we go. This is We Love You and So Can You follow-up episode number one. After each main episode of We Love You and So Can You, we do a follow-up with the most recent guest because, like you, we're dying to know how they're doing. So as you know, last week, our episode focused on Cameron, who is a podcast producer by day and a stand-up comedian by night, who, frankly, hadn't been doing a lot of stand-up comedy for a while, and he wanted to know if he still had it in him to get up there on stage. And he wanted a little boost of confidence to get him there. From us. When the episode ended, Cameron was feeling pretty good. But it's been several weeks now, and we want to know if he's still feeling all right about his writing, about stand-up comedy, about getting on stage. Mm -hmm. So shall we just ambush him? Should we give him a call? Yes, yes. Get him on the line, Lindsay, please. Hello. Cameron! Cameron! Hello! Hey! (laughs) How are you? Good. Very well, thanks. How are you both? Great. How have things been since since our two-week regimen? Uh, Things have been good, you know? Um, I'll admit I haven't been back on stage since uh, the time when I recorded myself for the podcast, but Mm -hmm. getting on stage did remind me that I, you know, enjoy doing it and I'm, like, somewhat comfortable doing it. The whole idea isn't as intimidating as it was when I started, I think the real problem was just like confidence. And I think I, I was sort of like in this place where I thought, I don't know if I should even try anymore. Mm. And once I kind of got over that, I've started to like, um, now that I feel like I can do it or that I just have some of my like hope back. So instead of, instead of like throwing my hands up and saying, I can't do anything I've been, uh, trying to write more often and try new like writing exercises, and um, I'm just sort of like trying to find solutions to the problem instead of just like beating myself up all the time. Yeah, Yay. or seeing that problem and being like, Ugh, I'm not even good enough to like tackle it. I'm just gonna peace out. You're like, Nah, I'm good. I have some yeah, skills. Exactly. If I have like a day of writing that doesn't seem like it is going anywhere, I, instead of getting really upset, I have, like, hope that it'll work out later. Um, yeah. And just the the knowledge that I, you know, there was a time when I was somewhat competent at this, and there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to be confident again. Right. Yeah. And also, you can, like, walk away from something for a while, pick it up, and it doesn't mean you failed or you've, like, lost your skill set. Like, this is something you're still good at, even if it's not your main focus all the time right now. I, I want to know, Cameron, are you still doing any 
affirmations? Um, mm. Or do you still find yourself occasionally saying mean things to yourself? Uh, I actually, I still have affirmations written on my wall in my oh, bedroom. I, I haven't taken them down. They're still there and I kind of forget about them. And then I spot them and I have no urge to take them down. Good. Uh, I, I think they're helpful now and then. Um, I don't think I've been putting myself down. Uh, oh, Amanda hasn't had to use the buzzer noise in a long time. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> really, for real. Congrats. Oh, you know, I've been thinking, I don't know if you've been thinking about it, but I've been thinking about uh, the advice Maria Bamford gave you so much. Just yeah. sort of like whenever I feel like self-doubt come in or like me being like, you're stupid, you're bad at this. I'll be like, well, yeah. I'm probably not the best judge of if I'm good or bad at this. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just obsessed with that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if you can relate to this sometimes, but I have very... Um, like black and white thinking when it comes to creativity. So uh, if yeah. things aren't going well, I feel like I'm absolute garbage. But then I remember that the times when things do go well, I'm like, I am a genius. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as so, you once said to me, Cameron, the world is not black and white. There's so much nuance in the world and that's what makes it more interesting, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and those polarized ways of thinking are just like <laughs> unhealthy. Right. And like if Amanda came to you and was saying something, you know, sort of black or white or like, and this means obviously I'm categorically bad, you know, you'll be like, whoa, hey, nuances, not black yeah. and white. But I think we forget to do that to ourselves where we're like, no, but for me, yeah. I have black and white standards of like what's good and bad. And like, I'm going to torture myself with those. But like, you're great and nuanced, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the huge benefits of being in a relationship is you're saying your thoughts out loud all the time. And there's mm -hmm. someone there to be like, no, what? <laughs> yeah. Be like, oh, that's super hypocritical because you don't do that. Or yeah. Or like, wait, you yeah, do this exactly. too then. I'm so thrilled that since we talked with you last, that all the good feelings we felt about where you were, they're still there. Yeah. I mean, you sound you sound less degrading yes. to yourself right now. <laughs> like, you just sound a little more forgiving of yourself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, and another thing I forgot to even mention that I have done between the episode and now is I took an acting class, Ooh. and I am intending to take a second acting class uh -oh, soon. level two. Wow. Cameron, you are such a rock star. We love you. We love you. Real, and we're so not proud just of for the you. show title. I don't want to say we're so proud of you too many times because that almost sounds like I'm being a mom or But we're like aunt. excited but for you. But we're just so, so pumped for everything you're doing. Well, thank you both. I'm really appreciative to have you both as friends. And uh, I don't know. Even before all of this, you have been like some of my biggest supporters and cheerleaders. And uh -huh. uh, it's it's really, really amazing. Well, you're an easy person to cheer for, Cameron. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just going to oh, say it again. We love you. Yeah, and so can you, brah. <laughs> <laughs> and so can I. Yay! I love Cameron. I love his sweet little voice. I love his newfound optimism. And I'm very proud of him. And I'm so glad Amanda hasn't been buzzing him because he just hasn't been shit-talking himself as much. Oh, that's my favorite part of this whole follow-up because... I, you know, whether or not he gets on stage again, mm -hmm. it sounds like he's kind of okay either yeah. way. But the bigger part of just not being so mean to himself, I mean, it's heartbreaking how mean he was to himself. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. 
Yeah. It's not funny to be mean, even to you. No, don't be mean to anyone else and don't be mean to yourself. But uh, that that made me so happy. Yay, Cameron! Yay! If you want to make us happy, remember, you can apply to be the next Cameron. We'll sit down with you, talk over your predicament, and then give you a two-week prescription that you can follow or mostly follow or tweak or call us and tell us to rewrite. It's up to you. Write to weloveyoupod at gmail.com if you're interested. That's weloveyoupod at gmail.com. And let us know a little bit about you and about your predicament. Now, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back... We're going to hear from some of our listeners out there and uh, what you guys thought about our Cameron episode. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. We're back, and we have lots of listener mail about the debut episode of We Love You and So Can You All about Cameron. Should we get to this, Jolenta? Yes. Let's start with this letter from Stephen. Stephen says, I'm not a stand-up comedian, but I related so hard to Cameron as someone who also writes. Sometimes I'm on a really good roll with writing. I'll write several pages in a day, and it will all flow so easily. But then I'll go back later and think it sucks. Do all creative people go through this? Never. No, just kidding. Everybody, I I think. think All all people, period, whether or not they even qualify themselves as creative, right? Yeah, like, I've even written memos for work. I mean, we're talking boring memorandums Mm -hmm, that have mm -hmm. to do with something with KPIs. That is— I don't even know what that is, guys, and I don't care. Key performance indicators? I I don't care. I don't even want to know. (laughs) Stop talking about it. But I remember writing memos on things like that years ago, and I'm like, does this sound okay? And then looking back a day later and being like, no, I ruined the memo. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. I know I go through this. I know Kristen goes through this. I'm looking at Lindsay. She definitely goes through this. She's nodding nodding with a knowing glance like, mm, Steven. I think it's common. You know, we always want our work to be the best. We want it to represent ourselves as smart and awesome and creative. So yeah, we're going to be super hard on it. Yeah. And I think in some ways that means we're making good stuff. We're not just making crap and throwing it, it out there care. and never looking at it again. Yeah. Writing it and then never looking at it again. It's part of the reexamination and the mm-hmm. editing and so on. Right. But, but I have learned to not get stuck in the reexamination phase because because uh, one of my therapists, one of my many, has always said, remember, 
Perfect is the enemy of finished. Oh, yeah. Um, I always say perfect is the enemy of the good, which I didn't make that up. Uh, no, I was going to say, I'm sure this is all yeah. a, a take on a very common saying yes. that I should know. <laughs> all right. Should we get to this letter from Priya? Yes. Priya says, I don't know if it's just coincidence that Cameron's stand-up fell by the wayside shortly after meeting his girlfriend, or if he's just like me and all my friends. With all of us, it seems that when we fall in love, a lot of the love we throw at our craft suddenly gets thrown into this amazing new person instead. It's not deliberate. It just happens. I know that happened to me in in my relationship. When I got, uh, when, when my partner Brad and I started dating, I like, I was doing storytelling, and I stopped doing it. And then he eventually got me a storytelling workshop for Christmas because he was like, oh. hey, you kind of stopped doing this thing you like. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. Our story editor, John Delore, who mm-hmm. is just a great member of our team to make the show, John Delore said the same thing happened to him when he first met his wife. He just stopped doing music for a whole year. And, oh, my gosh. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he loves his wife. He loves his music. And I say now, And I say now he's found a balance, and I feel like I have too, but it definitely— You know, the honeymoon period is real. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from what I understand of brain chemistry, when you fall in love, you're kind of high. You're technically insane, actually. Your brain is not working like a sane person's brain You're on all sorts of, like, nice dopamine. And and crazy dopamine. Nepropinephrine or whatever (laughs) it's called, you know. I took a science class once. Um, (laughs) And your brain is like, God, everything's awesome. I on magic love drugs. And then uh, I feel like, at least for me, it was like about a year later, like Cameron, I was like, oh, let's get back to life now. I'm in love, but I am able to have a life again. Yes. Yes. How about this letter we got from Courtney, who says, OMG, ha ha, the part of We Love You where Cameron is writing an email to his friend asking him out for a drink had me laughing. I relate so hard. That is for sure my inner monologue when I reach out to people. Drink and chat with a playful N is going in my back pocket for reaching out to people. (laughs) There's nothing like a perfect subject line. I agree, Courtney. I mean, that's how you and I started, like, working together again. Oh, yeah. You had no qualms about just like, hey, Kristen, let's do this. Hey, Kristen, (laughs) I'm quitting a job. I haven't talked to you in a few months. Let's get drunk and tell me what to do with my life. (laughs) That's the perk. That's one of the perks of having people in your life, right? Yeah. You get to ask advice. But a lot of people wrote in saying it doesn't come that easy. They don't want to sound like they're asking for something from someone. And, like, vulnerability. on your time and so on. Vulnerability is, is often mistaken for weakness when really it's like, what brings us together? Yeah. It's just honesty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my best is. comedy friends were made from stand-up open mics, and we were like, oh, hey, we have a similar aesthetic, and we're afraid of the same shit it looks like, and let's force ourselves to hang out and not be afraid of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Mary has this to say. The idea of moving around while saying affirmations sounds preposterous at first, so I can see why Cameron felt weird about doing it. But... I listen to an affirmation podcast sometimes when I walk my dog, and I agree with Kristen. The walking makes me feel way less silly than if I were just to sit and stare at myself in the mirror while saying nice things to myself. 
Yeah, Kristen's smart, you guys. That's why I like her. <laughs> I also just don't want to sit and look at myself in a yeah, mirror it's while also I talk just to tedious. myself. It just seems weird. Like, I'll say nice things to myself when I'm walking around my apartment like, Kristen, yay, I'm grateful that, you know, your body is alive. And Kristen, nice lungs, whatever it is. <laughs> I really wonder what it's like to be a flat in the wall in your house. Um, <laughs> But I, yeah, I, I, I do think for me it just makes it more fun. It makes me feel less self-conscious. Right. One, also, it's just like if you're doing something for wellness or to make yourself feel good, like it doesn't need to be a chore. You can make it as fun as you want. Make it your own. And from like a memory perspective or a like ingraining a message in yourself perspective, uh, when I was in acting school, all of our teachers would be like, walk around while you learn your lines. Yes. Do this on the treadmill. Go yes. for a run. My friend Matthew, when he was in law school and he was studying tort law, he always did it on the treadmill. And he said he did better on his tests mm-hmm. if he studied on the treadmill versus just sitting in the library. I swear to God, it has something to do with like sense memory or body memory. Something where it's like when you move, you learn things. Or and it more, like creates new pathways more easily. Or like, or more blood's just flowing to your brain maybe because you're moving. Mm, yeah. Or just you're more engaged because, like, moving's more fun than sitting still. Yeah. Who knows? But it's a trick that works. We got this letter from Dola who says, Okay, I am dying to see Cameron's vision board. A spider on a face? Ryan Gosling clapping? This board sounds like the best and worst episode of The Twilight Zone all rolled into one. (laughs) We're going to post Cameron's vision board on our Instagram at WeLoveYouPod. And Dola, let me tell you, it's a bleak one. (laughs) I'm going to be real. I was looking at it yesterday. There are just six images on it with a bunch of, like, space around it. So so the spacing itself, like, visually, it's bleak looking. Yeah, and all of the images are exactly the They're same size. They're just sort size. of sparse, um, like, stock photos, except the Ryan Gosling <laughs> one. It is, it is like a Twilight Zone episode. I can't wait for you guys to uh, see it and comment on it. Yeah. We should create a storyline plot around that. Like, does the Mm. person start out as Ryan Gosling and end up with the person with the spider on their face, or is it vice versa? I think it's vice. I think it's a journey to Ryan Gosling. I hope so. We'll see. We'll see. We'll get your feedback. (laughs) Lisa wrote in with this. I think it's fascinating that Cameron is more at ease going on stage than sending tweets out. So many people are so reckless on social media. They put thoughtless and sometimes offensive things out there without blinking an eye. I think it's really sweet that Cameron takes his social media presence so seriously. Oh, totally. Well, I'm, I do have to say, Lisa, I think from a comedian's perspective, it's different because we sort of base things. What's scarier to us are things that people can find later on. Mm. Where if you're at an open mic and you fuck up or you say something really offensive, usually the only person keeping record is maybe you if you're recording yourself to listen back later. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's easier to make mistakes. But with Twitter, even that is more permanent. If I put out a bad tweet or Cameron puts out a bad tweet, someone can search that and find it. Oh, no, oh, no, a new boss could find it and be like, oh, she has this horrible take on this issue, like fired mm. or made a horrible joke about this thing, like not hired. Oh, you know, so just true. the more permanent it is for comedians, I feel the more scary it is. Yeah. I mean, something else that just crossed my mind as you were talking, Jolenta, is also maybe somebody can steal your jokes. Yeah. Yeah, that's why also people are really careful about not recording or putting anything out there in a in a more permanent form until a joke is fully baked, too, mm. because you never know where someone is in the process if a, when a joke gets nabbed and then changed. And it's just people people in the comedy industry get a little protective over their material because it's hard to 
hard to officially own, and and it, it can be a record of, of your thoughts and opinions that you might want to take back later. <laughs> <laughs> that all makes sense. And on that note, we're going to take another quick break. But when we come back, we will give you our We Love You recommendations for the week and a little glimpse at next week's show. It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. We are back, and now it is time for our We Love You recommendations for the week. You know, Kristen... Since we give recommendations for self-care and finding joy to our participants on We Love You, and since we just like things that bring us joy in general, you know, we thought it would be a good time in our mini-episodes to share just a little something we're enjoying every week. Yeah, spread the love. Give more love tips for everybody out there who's not a guest on our show but just likes feeling more lovable in this world. Or if you just want a homework assignment, pretend it's mandatory. Yes. <laughs> so, Kristen, what's your recommendation this week? Oh, well, in the spirit of Cameron mm-hmm. and comedy. In the spirit of Cameron. Yes. I'm recommending— You got some denim? I don't— <laughs> Cameron wears a lot of 90s-looking denim. He does. We love that about him. Yes. But in that spirit, in the spirit of comedy, I'm recommending a movie called Plus One starring Maya Erskine, who's one of the Mm. funniest comedians out there. Jolenta, you and I both are fans of her show Pen15. It is one of the greatest shows of all time. It speaks to my heart in a way many shows haven't. Yeah. Maya Erskine is just so funny and so weird. Mm. And she has a new movie out called Plus One, and she describes it this way to Entertainment Weekly, which I think is perfect. At its core, it's a movie about friendship and my character's ability to be her ugliest self. She's able to fart, curse, and show every facet of herself and still be looked at as a beautiful woman. Mm. And to me, that's what sets it aside from other romantic comedies. I love this movie, Jolenta. Yes, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's so good. And to me, it really showed a side of love we don't get to see very often. Plus, I love seeing other Asian American women on screen. I never got to growing up. And I'm so happy that a new generation of young people gets to grow up feeling more seen and Mm. um, less invisible than I did. So I highly recommend it. Again, it's called Plus One, starring Maya Erskine. All right, Jolenta, what's your recommendation for the week? Well, since we heard from Maria Bamford, in our first episode, thank you, Maria, for your amazing thank cameo. Thank you. We love I you. I cannot believe you sent us a voice memo. Yes. Uh, Minnesota love to you. Heyo. Um, so in the in the Maria Bamford vein of recommendations, I really think if you have not looked up the Maria Bamford show, her YouTube show that she made 
after moving back home to Minnesota to live with her parents and her dogs. Those pugs are so cute. I know. She has two old (laughs) pugs that she dresses up and, like, does voices for. They are amazing. And it's a show about sort of getting back on your feet after um, some rough mental stuff. And she does amazing voices. She does a Minnesotan accent that is to die for when she impersonates her mom. Mm -hmm. And it's just really funny. It talks a lot about mental health. It's just the perfect way into getting to know what Maria Bamford is all about. And it's just, it's about finding joy in some of the weirdest, darkest situations. And I love it. Yeah. She's just so completely honest and so raw, but not in a way that makes you. It doesn't make you uncomfortable. Yeah, she's yeah. really safe about how how dark she gets, and that's that takes a true comedic talent. Yeah, she's so good. Again, the name of that Jolenta, the Maria Bamford Show. Yay! All right, so those are our we love you recommendations for the week, and now Jolenta, it's almost time to say goodbye. But wait, wait! Before we say goodbye, we want to just give you a little glimpse of next week's episode with our special guest. Wendy. I'm not one who dislikes change, but I think a big change like this is unnerving to anybody. Uh-oh. I do dislike change, and I'm always unnerved anyway. Am I going to be able to handle Wendy? What is she changing, though? I want to know right now. Is she changing her pants? Is she changing her face? Is she changing her whole way of making dinner each night so that she's using a hot pot or a microwave oven instead of a stove? Listen next week to find out. That's it for this episode of We Love You and So Can You. Our producer is Lindsay Cradwell. Lindsay, we love you. And our engineer is Casey Holford, who also composed our theme music. Love that theme song. Daisy Rosario is our executive producer, and Chris Bannon is our chief content officer. Thanks also to Nora Ritchie. Have you gotten your tickets to our live show at the Bell House in Brooklyn on September 6th? Because if you haven't, you should do that because we would love to see you there. You can get tickets through the link in our show notes and they're selling out. So get them fast. We got a hot guest, Elna Baker from This American Life. Elna Baker. She is an amazing performer and storyteller and we are so excited to talk to her and to have you listen to her. Please stay in touch. Do you have a predicament you need help with? Do you want to be on our show? Let us know. Our email address is weloveyoupod at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at Jalenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at weloveyoupod. And you can also leave us a voicemail that we could play on a mini episode or to just submit yourself or a friend. You can call us at 601 love 171. That's 601-568-3171. Also, please rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. It helps other people find the show. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Tell someone you love about the show. Tell a whole audience of people at a comedy show about our show. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalanta Greenberg. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. And remember, we love you. And so can you. You. We both were staring at you. <laughs> uh, can we, can we, Is that okay? Is that okay, Lindsay? Lindsay, Lindsay, you have to give us a nod or else we won't know if we're alive. <laughs> oh, let me take a sip of water really quick. Okay. 
Stitcher. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.